Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Let's continue talking about why I think that the internal revolution has started. The final fall of America, what starts that is when Israel is invaded and America protests. But that's the final internal revolution. However, the internal revolution really starts in our hearts because of anger. The pot is boiling, the teapot is whistling, and if we understand what Dimitri was told, we should be understanding that America may only have a few years left. I pulled this article off the internet from Michael Snyder, one of our former speakers, has made two excellent DVDs with Prophecy Club, which, by the way, you can watch at watchprophecyclub.com or the DVD at prophecyclub.com. Anyway, the title of the article is Civil Unrest is Here. Violence erupts in American streets as progressive, that means communists, progressive leaders urge their followers to rise up and prepare for a summer of rage. He says on Friday, Michael Moore suggested, now listen carefully, that the U.S. military would side on the side of the progressives in a civil war against Donald Trump. Let me say that again. Listen carefully. This is really big. Michael Moore suggested that if we had a civil war, that the U.S. military would side or fight on the side of the progressives or the communists if there was a civil war against Donald Trump. Think about what was really said there. Michael Moore is really indirectly calling for a civil war. He's suggesting that the United States military fight on the side of the communist progressives, the Democrats, against Donald Trump. That's exactly what he said. Now, let's go on. The article goes on to say, Antifa thugs violently clashed with pro-Trump conservatives that had gathered for a prayer rally on the streets of Portland, Oregon. Okay, so can you imagine this? Let's say, for example, your church decides that they're going to go down and call for an open public prayer rally to pray for the peace in America. And Antifa thugs show up and come against you. And you showed up just to pray. That's kind of what has happened. Now, it's even worse than what I just said. Flashbang grenades were thrown by Antifa activists. Flashbang grenades. Did you hear that? Can you imagine people showing up You joined a prayer rally to just join with your other brothers and sisters from Christian churches across whatever state you're in, whatever city you're in, and thugs show up, and they're throwing flashbang grenades at you. It gets even worse, actually. The police confiscated, now listen to the list of some of the things they confiscated from these thugs. Mace, clubs, gloves with reinforced knuckles, batons, knives, and handgun clips. If they confiscated the handgun clips, guess what else was there? Guess what else was there? If they confiscated handgun clips, brothers and sisters, what else was there? That's right, guns. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the progressives or the communists. Same thing, okay? Many were injured and had to be taken to the hospital. The violence was so dramatic that some are actually calling this the first skirmish in America's next civil war. I didn't say that. Michael Moore said that. And he's not the only one. Matter of fact, there's people on both sides, the left and the right, are both saying, we're about to go to war. We're about to have a civil war. This is what they're saying. And there's not just one or two people saying that. 
Last week, a shocking poll found, I read it on the air, 31% of all Americans believe that there's going to be a civil war in America within the next five years, and 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 59% of Americans believe that Donald Trump's opponents will resort to violence. Michael Moore made a comment. He said, the only problem is, is the liberal side is not the side that has the guns. It's the Republicans. It's the conservative side that has all the guns. And I thought, yeah, well, the reason we have the guns is because we want to protect ourselves from you. But if you guys have the guns, you'll use them on us, whereas we're only going to use our guns to defend ourselves. And that's it. After the events of this past weekend, we no longer have to wonder if civil unrest is coming to America. Civil unrest is already here and is going to get much worse in the months ahead. Again, I didn't say that. Michael Snyder said that. The next several months are being billed as a, quote, summer of rage. Progressive leaders continue to insist that they are the, quote, majority, and that it is time for them to, quote, start acting like the majority. They aren't talking about mobilizing voters and taking the country back at the polls in November. Instead, they're talking about more direct action. In other words, the left is openly talking civil war. Michael Moore told Bill Maher that if they don't act, Americans are going to be deeply regretting not rising up against, quote, fascism while there is still time to do so. He also told Bill Maher, now is the time to stand together to stop the, quote, madness in the Trump administration. Brothers and sisters, you hearing what's said here? And this is not just Bill Maher or Michael Moore. This is a lot of people on both sides are saying and a lot more are thinking that we're in a civil war. It's just a matter when the bullets start flying and the blood starts running. He also told Bill Maher that he plans to, quote, join a million other Americans to surround the United States Capitol to protest Donald Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court. They don't even know who it is. They're ready to protest. You see, America is being ripped apart in the middle. Chris Matthews of MSNBC is speaking in apocalyptic terms as well. He says that it's time, quote, to fight, and he is convinced that, quote, it's going to be almost like the Spanish Civil War stuff. So I would say I think this is going to be the fight of the century, he told MSNBC. I think the Democrats have to say no way. No one passes this line. I think it's going to be almost like the Civil War stuff. You watch. It's time for Democrats to play hardball, he added. I'm Chris Matthews, and I'm urging them to do just that. Did you hear what I just read? Let me read it again. It's time for Democrats to play hardball. I'm Chris Matthews, and I'm urging them to do just that. You know what he really said? I'm Chris Matthews, and I want people to go out and cause a civil war. I want to stir up trouble. I want Americans to start fighting. Let's go on. There are times to fight, and this is one of them. These are people in high places within the media that are openly calling for civil war. Let's go on. I don't think that most conservatives really understand what is happening. These radical leftists, this is Michael Snyder in the article saying this now, are ready to put their lives on the line. They are entirely convinced that Donald Trump is another version of Hitler and that Trump supporters are all a bunch of fascists 
and they truly believe that they need to do whatever is possible to fight, quote, the rising tide of fascism in this country. The following excerpt from an opinion piece by Charles M. Blow in the New York Times is a glimpse into how these crazed progressives, communists, currently view Donald Trump. says he is a racist who disparages black and brown people, whether they be immigrants, Muslims, people from Haiti and Africa, Barack Obama, the mayor of San Juan, or Maxine Waters. He is attempting to weaken our institutions, our protocols, and conventions, our faith in the truth, and our sense of honor with our respect for the rule of law. To these progressives, there is no greater cause than resisting Donald Trump and trying to take America back. During his conversation with Bill Maher, Michael Moore insisted that now is the moment and that this movement is something worth giving your life for. I'll read it again. This movement is something worth giving your life for. I'll read it a third time. Michael Moore insisted that now is the moment and that this movement is something worth giving your life for. Are you hearing me? This is open insurrection. This is people in public places, the media, openly calling for civil war, openly calling for people to fight against each other in America. Let me go on. What would you give your life for, Michael Moore said? Would you be willing to actually put yourself on the line for? That moment is now. We are going to lose our democracy if we haven't already. We have no choice, my friends. We all have to rise up. When people are ready to die for a cause, suddenly they will do things that they would not normally do. i got to read that again. What would you be willing to actually put yourself on the line for? You know what he said? Would you be willing to die to fight against the Republicans? That's what he just said. Read it again. What would you be willing to actually put yourself on the line for? That moment is now. We're going to lose our democracy if we haven't already. We have no choice, my friends. We all have to rise up. We have no choice, my friends. We all have to rise up. They are calling for civil war. Now, Dimitri was told this back in 1984. Here we are in 2018, and it's coming to pass just like he was told. Let's go on with the article. Normally, Americans do not throw flashbang grenades at one another, but that is precisely what happened in Portland over the weekend. Trump supporters that had gathered to pray, gathered to pray, were caught unprepared for the violence that erupted. And one woman was entirely convinced that Antifa had come down there to try to murder us. They were throwing rocks, throwing bottles. You need to tell the truth, one middle-aged woman in a Make America Great Again hat said, after the clashes, addressing media in remarks caught on camera, no one on our side did anything violent. Everything was self-defense, she claimed. You guys have to stop it because you're encouraging these people to come down here and try to murder us. That's right. The media is egging this on. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the media, or should we say the communists, or should we say the communists and the media? The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Is that what they're preparing to do? Right now, they're fighting each other. That's a civil war. But when they start fighting against the government, and aren't they doing that? Isn't that what Maxine Waters is calling for? 
when you see them at the bank, when you see them at the gas station, wherever you see them, you start pushing against them. Aren't those words egging on an internal revolution? Go on with the article. Even though I have been warning that this is coming for a very long time, even I was greatly shocked by the ferocity of the violence. The thin veneer of civilization that we all take for granted is rapidly disappearing, and it is going to be exceedingly hard to stop civil unrest from erupting in major cities all over the nation. The backlash is coming. It is the deserved consequence of minority rule government protecting the rich over everybody else, corporations over workers, whites over non-whites, and despots over democracies. It will explode, God willing, at the ballot box and not in the streets. You can only ignore the will of the people for so long and get away with it. Do you think that sounds like we're heading to an internal revolution, a civil war? I do. You think that there's more than that? Yes, I do too. I just started writing down things, reasons why America might fall in, on, or around 2020. Please, I'm not trying to set a date. Do not go around, say, Stan Johnson Prophecy Club says America's going to fall in 2020. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I've said. And until God tells me that exactly, or until I can practically see where there, it's not coming out of my mouth. Then I also begin to write down reasons why America might be given more time like another 10, 15, or 20 years. Well, guess what I found? I found a whole lot of reasons for why we might fall in the next year or two or three, as in around 2020. And I didn't find but just two or three reasons why we might be given more time. So I'm going to cover a few of those. Reasons why America might fall in, on, or around 2020. Shane Warren said in the DVD, The Storm, Judgment, and Revival, available at Prophecy Club, that the 400-year judgment cycle is about to hit America. He said, not me, he said that America's judgment will arrive in 2020. This is how I've arrived at why he said that. The Mayflower Compact was signed November the 11th of 1620. Add 400 years to 1620. You come up to 2020. Then Dimitri was given the warning that he's going to America to give them a message, a warning from God in 1980. Add 40 years to that. You also come up to the year 2020. Now, did that say judgment's going to fall in 2020? I think what it does say is that God's hand of protection will be removed in 2020. That God's guarantee that America will continue will be removed in 2020. Didn't say we're going to fall for sure in 2020, but you might say God is basically saying, America, you're on your own. I'm not going to guarantee. I'm not going to hold. I'm not going to bring any more miracles. I'm not going to put my hand to the plow to see that it keeps moving anymore. You have to continue your nation. Instead, Jerusalem will be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Right now, there's Gentiles in Jerusalem. So what do you suppose might remove the Gentiles from Jerusalem? In other words, the people that are non-believers. What are you going to do to get the non-believers out of Jerusalem? Answer, uh, well, that would probably be a conflict. Today we call those wars. Would that be a small war? No, that's probably a big war. As in, that's probably World War Three. What we're talking about is World War Three could, I said could, I didn't say is, I said could be coming in on around 2020. Let me give you some more reasons. Russia, 
Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, and Mexico were the nations that would attack. Okay, so how's our relationship with those nations? Russia? Well, right now, we seem to have a pretty good relationship. Trump is going to be meeting with Putin here in the next few weeks. I hope he makes good friends with Putin, with the leader of the nation who has been prophesied to destroy America. I hope he makes real good friends, but the media is going to tell us, oh, yeah, they were they made great friends. But what happens if the truth is they get mad at each other? Maybe each other is smiling. Maybe each other is shaking their hands and patting the back. But maybe, maybe just maybe, they hate each other. Or at the conclusion of this meeting, what happens if Putin walks out of that meeting with Trump angry, gritting his teeth, spitting mad, and can't wait to take America down? What happens if he detects arrogance in Trump? If he detects that Trump is belittling him, looking down his nose at him, saying that he has no power and authority in the world, that Trump is the ruler. What happens if something really bad goes on in that meeting? Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico. Now let's talk about Cuba. Well, Cuba loves us, right? That's why they just uh, attacked several of our people that were in the embassy down there. They still don't exactly know what it is. Some of them went deaf over the whole thing. Cuba's our friend? Nope. Uh, Obama went down to try to kiss and make up. They didn't even roll up the stairs up to the airplane for him to get off the airplane, at least not at first. He tried to make friends, and they basically spit in his face. No, Cuba doesn't like us. Cuba wants to see America dead, gone. You've heard the old phrase, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Well, I don't think we're keeping Cuba or Russia too close. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, and Mexico. What about Nicaragua? Well, that's all part of Central America. So how are they feeling about America? Well, we see a lot of immigrants coming up from Central America. Right now, they want to move here, but the only reason they want to move here is just because they can get a bigger paycheck. I think in their hearts, they don't like America. They hate America. They want to see America go down if they can. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico. What about Mexico? Okay. Well, in my opinion, Mexico has long hated America. Mexico has been jealous from our blessings. Jealous because in their eyes, we took Texas, Arizona, California, and New Mexico back from them. We took them. We stole them. That's the way they look at it, and they want their land back. Mexico has long wanted to see America fall. Oh, America's too big and powerful. And so they've got a smile to our face, but oh, if they had enough, they would stab it right in our back, rest assured. Henry Groover told a story about how there was a great flood by the hand of God that flooded a bunch of underground cavern systems in Mexico. Information was given to him, massive amounts of surprise invasion equipment, and it was Russian. Mexico over 25 years ago, was storing Russian equipment for the day that they could attack and invade America. We have to also look at it from another angle. America doesn't make it into the coming world government. You remember, I think it's Daniel chapter 7 that says that the wings were plucked, the eagle's wings, meaning America doesn't make it into the new world order. Maxine Waters is calling for open harassment of Trump supporters. 
calling for open harassment of the other side. Sarah Sanders was kicked out of the Red Hen restaurant. That wasn't the end of it. Went to harassing them in a second restaurant. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the news media. I mean, started by the communists. But isn't that same the same thing? Deputy Director of the DOJ, the Department of Justice, is refusing to give up evidence of their plan to destroy Trump, to stop him from being president, and if he became president, to get him immediately impeached. I think that President Obama and Hillary Clinton were behind the whole thing, backed up by people like George Soros and international bankers and people in high places. Why? Because to them, Trump represented Christ. The Christians represented everything they hate because they want to kill people. They want world government. Trey Gowdy, in his interrogation of Rod Rosenstein, said, finish it the blank up. You know what I'm talking about. Finish it the blank up. He's saying to Robert Mueller, get your investigation completed. Trump didn't do anything. I know it and you know it. You're not going to find anything. Get it finished up. Is Trump about to disband or weaken, walk away from NATO totally? You recall, NATO is 29 countries who banded together after World War II. If one nation is attacked, they would consider it an attack on all of them, primarily to keep Russia in check. So here we are years later. Now, many of those, a matter of fact, only like I think it's two or three nations, are giving the 2% of their GDP, their gross domestic product, to the NATO powers. In other words, it's basically funded by America. Now, this next week, Trump is supposed to be going to talk to them. He already warned them a year ago, everybody needs to start paying up. They haven't. Oh, some of them paid up a little bit more. But I don't think they paid up. In other words, hit their 2%. They just gave a little bit more. Even Germany is saying, okay, okay, But we're going to give up to 1.5% by 2025. Brothers and sisters, the wars could be over by 2025. So what's Trump going to do? Let me ask you a question. I asked this of Leslie last night. What would you do if you were the president of the United States and you were getting tired of being the piggy bank for these other nations? You're going to the NATO summit. You want all of those 29 nations to pay up. Well, he could say... I'm going to pay the average of what the other nations are going to be paying. If they're all averaging, say, 0.78%, we're going to pay 0.78%, meaning under 1%. And right now we're paying 3.5%, okay? Well, what would happen to NATO? It would for sure weaken. It might go away. Or he could say, I'll tell you what, I'm going to pay the least of what all the rest of the nations pay. Sweden, let's say you pay 0.02%. We're going to pay 0.02%. What would happen to NATO? Well, for sure, it would weaken, and it might just have to dissolve. We could be a year or two away from World War III, and NATO is very weak, and the nations are not paying up. They're wanting America to just take care of them. All of their military defense, you, you pay for all of it. So is Trump about to deband or weaken or maybe even destroy NATO, trying to get it to be strong? What's going to happen? Is this the hand of God? Well, you see, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to say in this broadcast, there's a lot of things going on out there that don't look good. 
that look like America is headed for a fall. Headline, Representative Steve King says the U.S. is moving toward civil war. That's a headline, newspaper headline, major newspaper headline. I've talked about it, so I won't go into that again. I also talked about the poll. 59% of Americans fear violence from Trump haters. 31% predict civil war. Let me read it again. 59% of America fears that the Trump haters are going to start a civil war. That's what they just said. 59% of America believe we're about to go to civil war. 31% actually predict a civil war. Flash, bang grenades, I mean, knives. I mean, did you hear what I just read here? Who could say that we're not heading to some kind of major, major trouble? Pastor Massey calls me. I had his dream. Don't know what it's meaning. He tells me the dream. I said, I'll tell you the meaning. I said, because that's what I asked last night. I asked for an overview. The overview was good times, which we're in, followed by a time of food shortage, which may be coming. And we haven't even talked about the Trump wars, the the tariff wars that may be starting. Also, the, the third picture was you have to have a gun to be safe and survive. Then American refugees walking out of America. Why was that? Because the nuclear war hit. And when a nuclear bomb goes off, the EMP uh, pulse, the electromagnetic pulse, fries the car's computer, and none of the cars will start. So they have to walk because they, they can't drive a car and they have to leave America because it's radiated. It's no longer a place where people can live and survive. And then the final picture was of the tribulation. Then we have the two seven cows. You remember, two cows one was born the day before, but they were both released to the public September 25th of 2014, which just happens to be the 49th Shemitah. Shemitah is a seven. Both of these cows have a big fat seven right between their eyes. One's a black and white cow, which might mean seven years of plenty. One is a red cow, solid red cow, both with a big seven. Now, the black cow has a very nice pristine typed seven. I mean, you, you look at it and you say, this is not an accident. I mean, that's a perfect seven, meaning seven years of plenty. I believe what's that's, I'll just tell you, I, I think that's what it means. It was just spit it out here. I think it's seven years of plenty followed by seven years famine. And the, at least what the prophetic sign is showing, while I can't say it for certain, the prophetic sign is the last seven years of plenty started September 25th of 2014. I'll say it again. That's what the prophetic sign. You get two seven cows released to the public on the same day, which just happens to be the 49th Shemitah. That's not an accident. The prophetic symbol, the prophetic sign, the prophetic warning, the prophetic picture is, however you want to say it, is saying that the last seven years of plenty started September 25th of 2014, and then after that will be the seven years of famine. Does that sound like seven years of plenty and seven years of tribulation? does to me. But I have to tell you, brothers and sisters, from everything I see, you don't look like we have too long. Everybody's partying hardy. They're happy Trump is in. Boy, I mean, the stock market's going up. We got jobs. We got a lot of good signs coming. But I see 2020 coming. And from a prophetic point of view, right now, if I had to say, there's a whole lot more stacks up 
towards 2020 is the fall of America. I didn't say America falls in 2020. Don't quote me wrong. I am saying I think it's closer than it is further away. I've got more reasons to say it's close than reasons to say we got a lot of time. Everything I consider says the fall of America is closer than further. That it's more towards 2020 than it is more about 2030 or 2040. I'm afraid it doesn't look good. I'm very concerned. I think the internal revolution started. I think the warning of Dimitri Dudeman is biting America on her heels and she's partying. She's saying, yay, Trump, go, Trump. If you believe the Prophecy Club is God's work, then I'm asking you, pray. Lord, what would you have me send, Prophecy Club? Frankly speaking, we need it. We need it right now. We need your help. Lord, bless the people that listen to your voice and are faithful to your voice in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless you.